0: This is a special announcement from Downtime Podcast coming very soon in February is going to be our two-year anniversary of the podcast. If you have any suggestions or ideas of what you want us to do, what you want us to talk about, do anything different than the ordinary, please contact us on the Discord, on the website or our email, contact contact.downtime.live. Hello you know, and welcome.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> oh I... <diet. laughs> what's
1: up what's up say your thing first
0: (laughs) hey everyone so (laughs) this is currently we're gonna have be recording two podcasts today so technically our second anniversary is gonna be the 90th episode anyways jeremy you can do the intro all over again (laughs) (laughs) All right, I just wanted I just wanted to tell you that (laughs) buddy. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late
1: (laughs) It's fine. It works. All right cue the theme music Hello and welcome to downtime podcast episode 88 miles per hour alisa how's it going
0: it's going well um you know work as usual uh it's a pretty tame january which is how i like it because we're, we just got into this new year and i'm cool with just the grind for a while as i save money and all that stuff yeah i will say though in terms of like video game news and a lot of things happening, it's been a pretty exciting January.
1: Twenty nineteen has kicked off to a really great start for video games, and I cannot wait for the rest of the year with video game news and just the craziness of everything in the video yeah, game industry. It, it's weird this
0: this year's weird. <laughs> I thought like, last
1: year was pretty weird too.
0: Yeah, and I thought two thousand seventeen was weird, and then it, you know it just get, it gets better. It just keeps getting better.
1: <laughs> do you th- Do you think like during back in during the old nintendo days like the old like the 1980s they they were like oh we're just we're just a little developer that's going to make a lot of games or not little developer but like you know like they they didn't have too much competition you know oh no but, not at all but, <laughs> and you know the, the the advertisements for the games back then were pretty crazy but like a relic of its time and you know there wasn't i guess too much drama but i'm not sh- i'm not too sure and now i'm sure if they look into the future they're like wow these graphics are nice but you're all crazy <laughs> i know
0: basically it's like who did what and why
1: yeah, yeah like what wait, what, what what loot 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 boxes excuse me <laughs> what does that have to do with gambling
0: <laughs> i know man oh um, i can't wait to go over the news but how are you doing
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm still recovering from a recent trip to Tahoe that I took this past three-day weekend in the United States. We celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday, January 21st, and so usually that's a three-day weekend for a lot of people. Um, I went to Tahoe with some friends, some really close friends, and it was fun. We, We went out skiing and snowboarding. We played video games. So I I was actually surprised at the amount of video games we were playing there because I didn't expect to play any games. Although I did bring my switch. I was just trying to focus on if I could play Okami or not, but we actually ended up playing like Jackbox games. Um, I like Jackbox a lot. Oh yeah. No, we, (laughs) my friend, she brought her switch. Like there were at least four of us that had switches. um, But I didn't, we didn't know who was going to bring theirs except for one person. She was like, "I I got you guys. And so she brought her switch. I brought my switch. Um, we ended up playing the Jackbox game Party Pack Four, and it comes with the game that has like the dating simulator, kind of like, kind of like Tinder a little bit. It's like you're, everyone's a monster. Um, <laughs> everyone has like hidden powers that you don't find out about until later, and you just have to chat people up. You use your phone as like the controller. In this case, it was texting people like through a little private messenger system that the game created, and it's like, oh yeah, you text people like, oh hey yeah, how you doing? Like you wanna you want to vote for me like you have to match with someone so the whole point of it is that the the point of the texting part is that um you try to convince the other person you don't know who everyone is because everyone has like hidden names or like you know secret names unless you actually put your real name there then we all know but for the for the purposes of the game we all named each other we all named ourselves after like creatures um for example yeah. i was i was teen wolf <laughs> and um you were
0: teen wolf yeah
1: <laughs> shout out to that movie. Um anyways. <laughs> um uh so we were all texting each other and the whole point of the game is to convince that person to match with you. So there's a you have like a minute to text people and you have a limited amount of messages and let's say I was texting um uh, the monster from the black lagoon and they're like, "Hey yo, let's uh let's This matchup, match up, like, me and you, all right? And then you can, like, talk dirty to them, but I won't say any of those things right now because it's really gross. (laughs) But (laughs) we were were talking, like, really dirty to each other uh, and just laughing our asses off. Um, And the whole point of it is at the end of the chatting session, um, you vote for which person you want to match with, and you can only match with one person during each round. There's, like, a total of five rounds. Um, So let's say I'm chatting with the monster from the Black Lagoon, but also Frankenstein and you know i'm vibing with frankenstein i'm feeling frankenstein but i kind of like the monster from the black lagoon first so when the the when the voting time comes and you want to match with that person you don't know who they're going to match with so you have to take a chance based on your messages like oh they said they were going to match with me but they could have been talking to someone else we don't know that yet so i you pick the person you want to match and then on the screen on the main screen um, it shows all the couples that were matched. Like it shows like the text conversation that was happening between the two people, which is hilarious because you know not everyone knows who each other is in the game, and we don't really know what they were saying privately. But now it's displayed publicly. Like,
0: yes, <laughs> like people,
1: people be like, hey, yo, see, let me see that ass though." Like only if you got a pretty penny. Like, oh, like you know all the stupid shit. It's great. Um, and then at the end of the conversation, it shows if you guys matched or not. And usually um if the conversation looks like it went well they would match but they're oftentimes thrown for a loop where they didn't get matched even though they had a really good conversation so that was one of the few games there's also fibbage which is like there's a bunch of trivia and you have to make a lie about it and then guess the right one and you get points for it so yeah the definitely the um the fibbage game and also the dating game were were my favorites um yeah jackbox just has really solid party games that anyone can do and i think I think that the future of, of board games, at least digitally, will be with the Jackbox games and how they operate, because I think it's really cool. Um, of course, you can't take, take out things like Mario Party, because that's uh, a mainstay when it comes to party games, which... Brings you to my next point. We did play Mario Kart and Mario Party a lot, and that was a lot of fun. A lot of drinking, a lot of eating, <laughs> um, <laughs> just hanging out in Tahoe in the snow. It was it was super cool. I did play a lot of Okami, but not too much. Um, not really much to say in the story. It's just more like I'm just trying to find this kid's dog. That's about it. <laughs> um,
0: I think my favorite Jackbox game is Quiplash.
1: Oh, Quiplash is a lot of fun. Yeah, I've only played that. Uh, like a, but that's a just times.
0: also because I'm. Uh, that's more of my like type of like party game. Mm, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like I like a phrase and word games.
1: Yeah, those are so fun. Those are super awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can really go anywhere with the Jackbox games because, you know, clearly they can either be PG or they can be
0: like... Rated rate... X?
1: Yeah, pretty much. And I love it when people just go down and dirty into these Jackbox games. <laughs> and there was a time when it got personal for someone, but not like in a bad way. It's more like during Fibbage there's a part where you can there's a section of the game we can choose a topic and the topic is based on people in the room and so in the beginning of the game everyone is supposed to like um say a three word phrase about themselves and then um <laughs> this is so bad and then during during one of our friends um like reveals like it was like oh this person is this way like what is like the worst thing that this person has done this year and then people were like <laughs> People were like naming her ex-boyfriend. It was so bad. Oh
0: my god, <laughs> she was not I mean <laughs> she
1: was she was like she's laughing about it, but then I then at the same time I was like, oh god, I feel really bad. Like I was about to Oh my to,
0: god. My
1: friend and I were like, we were about to put those as the answers for everyone to like pick and choose and make it a lie, but we're like, we're not gonna be that mean. But someone did put it, I still don't know who it is. But someone did put it and I was like, damn, dude. Cause I met that dude last year and I was like, damn, you're so messed up. Um Yeah, uh, that was that was funny. <laughs> but also like borderline, like, oh god, is this okay? <laughs> um, I didn't spend too much money in Tahoe. Um, and I'll get into why later. There's <laughs> actually a really uh, I wouldn't say it's dumb, but it's more of a
0: uh it's related I, to
1: this 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 podcast. Let's put it that way. But okay.
0: <laughs> I think it's customary if you take a so Lake Tahoe is a common winter skiing, snowboarding, road trip for people in California. It's very customary that if you're in a large group, you go to a market and or Costco and you get a lot of food for your weekend trip versus eating out. hmm So I don't see a reason why you would spend a lot of money in Tahoe.
1: Yeah. Um, I try to refrain from doing that. There's a lot of surprisingly fast food restaurants in Lake Tahoe, which were mm. kind of, like, which I found interesting to look at because I was like, wow, there's a Jack in the Box across the street from a Taco Bell. Cool. Mm.
0: Got to gotta do what you got to do with fast food sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jack in the crack. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was pretty much my weekend. Um, not too much gaming related stuff, not, not really anything like significant single player wise for what I've mentioned in during this year's initial podcasts, but I think that I will be off to a good start come February, but, um, yeah. So what are you playing right now?
0: Oh, I didn't play anything this week.
1: Fair. All right. Um, <laughs> what
0: did you play this week? <laughs>
1: okay, now now's the time when we go into the Shenmue segment. All right. So, so. Yes. So, my name is Ryo Hazuki, and my dad just died, and I'm trying to find his killer. So, I'm going down to the downtown Dobuita Do- 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 area, area, and I'm trying to buy a ticket to Hong Kong. And I'm going to the travel agencies. One of them sucks and one of them doesn't. But one of them offers a cheaper boat ride because I'm not about to pay $1,900 to go on a plane ticket, all, one-way plane ticket all the way to Hong Kong. And you know what? It's okay. I know
0: exactly where you're at. And then there's, these, there's the travel agency that's right across from Tom, which is the more reliable one. And then you have this sketchy-ass right, right. girl who you just mm-hmm. can't be trusted. I got you. I know what you're um, doing.
1: Yeah, I'm on the part where I just bought the ticket and I have to come back in four hours, and that's where I left off. But,
0: um, mm. Mm.
1: but I'm pretty sure she stole the money. <laughs> but um,
0: it's actually a little bit more than that. Okay. So, hmm. It's not just the fact she stole the money, and you'll see.
1: Okay. Yes. But before that, there was a really funny exchange that happened. <laughs> um, so Ryo's walking to the shrine from his house, and then he he hears the he sees Megumi, and she's like. Like, real, real the,
0: the cat, the cat <laughs> ran away, and I don't know where it went. And then Ryo's
1: like, oh, don't worry, I'll help you find it. And then she's like, okay, please find him soon. Find find her soon, she hasn't gone far. And then Ryo's like, okay, <laughs> I hear some meowing. And he goes like underneath the stairs, in, like near his house, he's like, oh, there you are. And he like takes the cat back, and then Nagumi's like, oh, you found him. And Ryo's like, oh, yeah. And then the <laughs> zombie comes up, she's like, oh, hey, Ryo. I see you found the cat. And, and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and she's like, she's like, Oh, I was looking for it too." she's like, Oh, I was, I was trying to find it as well. And he's like, okay, I got to go.
0: <laughs> it's like, yep. he was just
1: trying to ignore her. I was like, damn, you really don't want to talk to her.
0: <laughs> yeah. That sounds, that sounds about right. Good old, good old Re- Rio, Rio, good old Rio.
1: And then, uh, that night I went to, um, I went to the phone that like in my house and I called her to see what would happen. And then we were talking about some bullshit, I forget, but she's like, Oh, Hazuki kun I want to tell you about this, blah 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 blah. He's like, Uh huh. And she's like, blah 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 He's like, Okay. And then she's like, Okay, I'll talk to you later. He's like, Okay. (laughs) He just hangs up. (laughs) Like, damn, you probably didn't hear anything. Why'd you even call her?
0: (laughs) Oh no, not at all.
1: I I love I love their relationship. It's it's so one sided. It's clearly very one sided.
0: Yeah. but it just makes
1: for like so fun it just makes for hilarious comedy and just for the all the wrong reasons too because she clearly loves him but he's like i can't think about that right now because of my dead dad and i want to take revenge on him and then she's like but i love you and he's like what's the phoenix mirror <laughs> have not seen it before <laughs>
0: and she's like if, but- you, if you wanted a 10 second summary of this game that's that's it that's it yeah <laughs> But you are in for a treat yeah. when you get to the harbor because, boy, perfect. oh, boy.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good.
1: I'm sure it's going to be like, oh, where are you going? I'm going to Hong Kong.
0: Why? But wait, what about me?
1: What about you? You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, my favorite part is the two hi- the, the two additional high school friends that are walking around. And they're just like, Rio, Nazomi's sad right now. Why she's sad. Yeah. <laughs> you should talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> legendary game, by the way, if you didn't know.
1: If We didn't emphasize that enough in the previous podcast.
0: Absolutely legendary game.
1: Yeah. I, I, I honestly cannot focus on Okami because I'm so like. Invested in, in yeah.
0: <laughs> the beauty that is Shenmue. I know. Oh. Me.
1: Yeah, there are once moments, you
0: Shenmue, you can't go back. So pretty,
1: pretty much, pretty much, there are moments when I just switch to English because I'm like, this game, this game this has, game. this game has the best of both worlds. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yes, it's so good. I just love you talking to the same characters in English and in Japanese because they're like, like, oh, how's it going? They're like, oh, what's up, man? How's it going? Looking for, <laughs> looking for Charlie. Charlie's not around. He sometimes goes to that tattoo parlor over there. It's like, what? What accent is that, and where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Oh, man, yeah. I I cannot wait to hear more voices in the Shenmue world.
0: Oh, I'm telling you, Goro, top-notch. Absolutely wonderful.
1: All right, when I hear him, I'm going to practice my imitation of him, and I'll come back on the podcast, and I'll be like, this is what Goro sounds like.
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been playing. I was actually dabbling a little bit in the Shenmue world before I hopped on this podcast, so yep, I I left off basically where I mentioned earlier um, right before this podcast
0: we'll go with the easy stuff first, so Jeremy, did you know that there's a resident, uh, I was gonna say a residential evil (laughs) (laughs) right, same thing, right same thing, Oh, help me. <laughs> did you know there's a Resident Evil Netflix show coming?
1: Oh, uh, no. Um, I actually did not until you listed it on our things to talk about. Now
0: um, you know.
1: It's not here yet, right? It's still in Oh, the no, works? not yet.
0: I don't uh, it's in the works. I don't even think that it has a date yet.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, I'm calling me interested. I I'm very interested because I love Resident Evil as a franchise. I love it as a series. Um, the movies were so-so. I mean, they loosely follow the plot. They just had the same characters, and I'd say models like like they had the same. Yeah, they had they had the same characters, but just in different capacities. Like they had Chris Redfield, and they had uh, Leon Kennedy, Ada yeah. Wong but um, they didn't really show that these characters were Resident Evil characters. It's more like, oh, this is th- this is a name of a character from Resident Evil that's in an action movie with zombies. It didn't really feel too much like Resident Evil, even though there was like the Umbrella Corporation, um, that there was like, you know, Albert Wesker behind it all. Um, yeah, they had like a lot of the same creatures, like the Lickers and Nemesis, but it just didn't really feel like Resident Evil too much. I don't know. It just They did a good job for the time that they made them and... I don't know. It's just like it was just like basically fan fiction. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's a lot of talk, at least in the in Twitter Reddit universe, where Netflix made Castlevania into a TV show, and it's in the form of an anime. Right, right. And people are suggesting maybe residential Residential Evil, maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe that game could do really well in an anime format
1: anime or live action i we don't know what it's going to be yet is that correct
0: nope not at all
1: okay so that kind of brings up you know what what for all we know
0: jeremy it can be a broadway
1: yeah i think there might be one already in japan but who knows
0: oh i believe it (laughs) (laughs)
1: um so with that said there are already animated like 3d animated resident evil movies that exist that are pretty cool um and they do have it. Do, it does feel like Resident Evil because it uses again you know well liked characters, um, well known characters to the franchise. Like uh, I know one of the most recent ones from 2017 ha- stars Leon Kennedy as the protagonist, and he's like killing zombies left and right, and that's cool. Um, but to me, Resident Evil will always be the essence of the games. Um, mm-hmm. horror with a little bit of action. Um, seven, Resident Evil seven was definitely a step back towards what the series is because from four onward, arguably people say that it's an, it became an action franchise. And I don't doubt that because four five, six, um, Revelations, Revelations two, um, I'm, I'm sure there's a couple more that I'm missing, but, uh, those ones, at least to me were more action oriented and more exploration oriented a little bit, um, as opposed to, uh, the first game, which was a lot more open-ended. Not, well, not open-ended. More like exploration based. Because yeah. there's this whole mansion and you had, to, like, you had to go into specific rooms, but you didn't know which rooms you had to go into first. Um, Resident Evil 7 is a lot like the first game where it's like this old, old-time American like, I guess it was in Louisiana. I forget which state, but it was like in the south and you had to go to um, this old creepy mansion and it was huge and you didn't know which rooms to go in first and there's a lot of backtracking. Um, a lot of you know running away from uh from creatures so yeah i mean it was it's cool i I like that um resident evil 7 has a little bit of everything there's like dlc where it's more action oriented which i think is interesting and cool Um, yeah it's even got got vr which i thought was really progressive for the series since it's the first one in first person um which was uh which was the first game also to change the perspective from over the shoulder, which was what the fourth game did initially. Everything. And honestly,
0: f- the VR was pretty good. Like I, I see the entertainment factor for sure in it.
1: Oh yeah. And people were freaked out by it. They're like you should never play it in VR because it's scary, but it's a bet. It's a great experience. I'm like, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, everything before four was a fixed camera and everything after four was like over the shoulder until seven and seven, as first person. So yeah, um, yeah, the games have always done changes when it comes to the action franchise and as well as the horror franchise genres. Um, so we'll see where the Netflix series goes because I want it to stay true to the series. We don't know if it's going to be a retelling or if it's going to be a continuation or if it's going to be, like all new characters, if it's going to be part of the whole the games universe, because the game the games universe is full of interconnected stories and characters that yeah um, you have to like play each game to like get little tidbits about, but you don't really fully realize everything yet. So yeah, we'll see. I think it's interesting that Netflix is doing it because um, you know they don't zombies... have money right now. Yeah, yeah, that too, and that's <laughs> where they're that's where they're upping their subscription prices.
0: <laughs> I know, so Which stupid. b. Be... Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Hulu lowered their streaming price in retaliation, I think.
1: Oh, wow, that it's is It's lower
0: by $2, which makes a difference when you add it all up. That's major. Yeah. $2 might not seem like a big deal, but it can be a pretty big deal when mm-hmm. all your bills add together.
1: Mhm. Cuz I I have Netflix. I also have um uh Cinemark Movie Club, which is like you know the competitor of Movie yeah, yeah, and that's like eight ninety nine a month, which is really cheap. It's the cheapest movie plan ever. I'm not, I'm not sponsored by them or by any means. I'm just telling everyone if you if you live near a Cinemark theater, if your theater that you go to all the time is Cinemark, I highly recommend you get one because it's like you get one free movie ticket a month. The best thing about the Cinemark Movie Club is that you get twenty percent off uh, concessions. Mm -hmm. Then that that in itself is like such a good deal. Like holy
0: yeah, definitely. Um
1: yeah, so I have that and I have Netflix. Um a couple ones I'm missing. But some of them some other subscription services I do like Flickr, for example, which is a photo sharing website. I do like once a year. I don't do it like once a month, but these once a month things, they do add up over time and people don't really realize that.
0: Cuz you think you have, you also pay for like your phone bill or, you know, potentially pay for your car, you pay for your rent. And the, and it's like a lot of times these monthly rentals you have more than one of it too i don't know how i feel about the netflix price hike especially because i just fucking bought <laughs> netflix my own netflix account for the first time but it is what it is i suppose
1: uh, i mean some would say you bought it at the wrong time but i yeah. mean it's never it's never too late to buy netflix or to buy netflix subscription we just yeah. you bought it at, you bought it at a time when there's just the the price just happened to go up so yeah
0: things that you can just breeze by so the devil may cry 5 demo comes out on february 7th for anyone interested in playing and i say that because i'm that's a game that i'm looking forward to this year mm-hmm. um, um there's a there's a new fighting game coming out for the 50th anniversary of shonen jump which is yeah. a manga uh like a manga conglomerate in japan um and I it's, saw that. <laughs> yeah, published by Namco Bandai. It's called Jump Force. So pretty much every single shonen, jump manga, and TV show you can think of, their characters are being featured in this. So it's like Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto, Bleach, yeah. uh, Hunter X Hunter. I was like, what? You have Hunter X Hunter on this? Yeah, this is I, crazy I, Yu- to me. Yu Gi Oh. They have Yu Gi Oh. They have like, Yu Gi Oh. How? Ju- Sorry. I got really excited.
1: (laughs) It's okay. They have one character from My Hero Academia confirmed. It's Izuku Midoriya, the main protagonist. And that's got me hyped. I'm like, holy crap. Like, that's going to be so cool.
0: Um, I lightweight hope they have Joey Wheeler on this. Because if they have Joey Wheeler, (laughs) I'm totally going to play like him. So,
1: Have you ever seen um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged on YouTube?
0: Yes, of of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually. I'm Joey so, Wheeler. <laughs> so, fun fact: as an anime, I actually like Yu-Gi-Oh more than I liked Pokemon in in uh, that time.
1: Oh, I I feel it. I feel it. I was more yeah. of a a Pokemon kid, but I I watched both. I watched all three: Digimon, Pokemon, and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah,
0: me too. I so, liked and- I liked Yu-Gi-Oh a lot because I I just liked the way the monsters looked and they were, looked so cool. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, totally. I-, I liked the evolution forms of Digimon and, like, the relationships between the main characters and um, kind of, like, the hinted romances between a couple of them. And, like, there was a lot more, like, drama and feelings and...
0: Yugi and Teya, yep. We all yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all know. Uh,
1: Yeah, <laughs> with Digimon. There's a, there a lot of drama in Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I gotta save my grandfather!
0: Um, oh, I know. Jeez. <laughs> and,
1: and Pokemon is like, I'm 10 forever! <laughs> so... <laughs> I know, but I'm really excited for Jump Force. Actually, I might pick it up only because going,
0: I think I'm actually going to pick it up on launch.
1: Oh, really? If oh, it, well, it is a fighting game. I know you like fighting games.
0: Yeah, if it if it's good, I will pick it up on launch. Originally, I was going to pick up Dragon Ball Fighters, and I found out that this game has Dragon Ball characters and more. So, I you know it, it I'm I'm going to play with all of them.
1: Nice. It nice. even has
0: Fist of the North Star characters. Well, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I um, I, the reason why I'm interested in this game and not a lot of other fighting games is because I actually have a small history with Shonen Jump video games and just kind of Shonen Jump in general. Like as we mentioned, Me too. we're familiar with the whole Shonen Jump series: Naruto, Dragon Ball, One Piece. Like even though we might not watch all the series game, uh, all the the shows under the Jump banner, like we're still familiar with them, and as anime fans, how do you not know about Shonen Jump? You know, um, basically, for me, it was in two thousand and six or seven. There's this game that came out called Jump Superstars for the Nintendo DS, and this is like right around when I first got a Nintendo DS. I think and I know I like,
0: exactly what you're talking about.
1: It's basically Super Smash Brothers on the DS with Shonen Jump characters. And I wanted that game so, so badly. Like, I was like, holy crap, this looks like the coolest game ever. Um, I was aware that it was Japanese, and I was aware that you can only get it from a few stores. And I couldn't find it anywhere in California. Um, yeah. Because at the, at the time, there, were, there weren't a lot of shops carrying Japanese games. Even to this day, I don't think there's too many shops carrying Japanese games. Um, so I went to this website that's still around. It's called PlayAsia.com. And yes. You can- <laughs> and I-, I went there and I paid 50 bucks on my birthday to get this game shipped over to my house and I did I got it and, and you lived I li- your life
0: with no regrets
1: pretty much I- I'm looking at the case right now actually I'm staring at it I, I can't believe I still have the case <laughs> Uh, it's-, it's one of the most amazing fighting games on the DS I've ever played and there are very few fighting games on the DS the, the-, the other one that I want to mention is also jump ultimate stars which is the sequel to jump superstars um but it's pretty much more or less the same game just with updated characters so the way that i would describe jump superstars as i mentioned before is super smash brothers but um you do have like assist trophies kind of which are like you press a button and a character will come out and do an attack um, that adds on to your overall attacks uh you have like mana i guess not mana it's like not stamina either it's like a certain amount of energy, like it's a it, it's an energy, it's an energy bar that allows you to oh perform. for powerful attacks. Yeah, just start, yeah, perform okay. powerful attacks over time, and it'll like a limit or, breaker
0: attack. Kind of,
1: yeah, yeah, and then you 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 get to a certain point where you can do like your ultimate move. And for Luffy, it was like he punches with like several million arms, and Naruto he does Rasengan, and um, yeah, so. For me, Jump Superstars is was my first foray into the Jump video game series. I don't know if it's the first game in the whole series overall, but um, it's really cool because you can do download play with two to four players, and so you can fight your friends or you can fight the computers, which is a lot of fun fighting the computers. Uh, and again, I I have to stress that I had to use an online guide to play all play the game because I did not I did not I wasn't able to read Japanese, and um, I wanted to like unlock all the characters and just play the game to its fullest. And so I think I beat the whole game. I don't remember, but, um, yeah, I, I just have a really soft spot for these jump crossover games because of this first one that I just fell in love with.
0: I wonder if they'll have the same power moves in this one as well. When you, when you make different power moves in the fighting game.
1: That's a great, great question. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, the the anime list. The well, I'm sorry, not the anime list. The uh, the list of characters from the Jump series in Jump Force th- actually isn't that many compared to Jump Superstars. If you go to Wikipedia, there's over like twenty series listed there of all these different characters, either playable or not. They'll which probably is crazy.
0: do some DLC as well.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too because they have some older stuff like Fist of the North Star in Jump Force, which He's only brought back to life because of that one uh, game, Fist of, the Fist of the North Star game that came out for mm-hmm. the PS4 that was made by um, uh, the Rio Gotoku team, uh, the Yakuza team, yeah. um, and then of course they have new stuff like My Hero Academia, which I th- think is really cool. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really interested in this <laughs> we game. Even it comes out.
0: Roni Kenshin, my goodness. Yeah,
1: and that came out like how many years ago now, and it's over yeah. now. And, and 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 Yu Gi Oh, like what the crap. <laughs> Like, what are you going to do, Yugi? Like, play I'm here cards? for it. I want him to play his card with the grandfather on it and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yugi, I'm free, I'm free. Like, no, you're not. Get back in there. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Oh my God. Uh,
0: I didn't know that Tokyo Ghoul and One Punch Man are Shonen Jump. That doesn't surprise mm. me, though. I'm not surprised. That's right. Oh, they're sleeping on Bakugan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't believe yeah, jump.
1: This. Jump has a lot of series under their belt. Like some that I didn't think were <gasps> Jump, like as you mentioned, were are Jump.
0: Yeah. Kuroko no Basket is Shonen yep. Jump?
1: Oh, Holy yeah. Holy
0: crap.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. my
0: God.
1: I think they had the games. They had some of the characters from that um, show in Jump Superstar.
0: Oh, man. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah. Shaman King, Prince of Tennis, uh, Kuroko no Basketball. Wait. Oh, no, never mind. I was thinking of, you know what? There's another one that it, I was thinking of. It's called Slam Dunk, which is also pretty old.
0: Yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about as well. Which is
1: also a pretty legit yeah. anime and man- manga. So, uh, yeah. So, Jump Stuff, so cool. Uh, This game comes out on, I think you mentioned February, February 14th on, in Japan and 15th in the U.S.
0: Ah, uh, yes.
1: So, damn, dude. Like, this game looks awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped for it. I'm always down for fighting games that have a huge cast in it. Uh there used to be beta de- um betas for it, but they pulled it down because they're working on the servers. So, no more no more betas, but it's coming out next month.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: Yes. Oh, and then ob- okay, there's definitely going to be more DLC, obviously, cuz this is the 50th anniversary. So, the oh, fact yeah. that it needs to have more characters then than the ds version in my opinion because you say that
1: yeah i i hope they have more characters because like you know there's so many that they just need to put them all in one game like yeah exactly uh, is it in the style of a a fighter like um what's it called is it in the style of fighter like tekken or anything like that or is it more of what i think it is more of like a 3D fighter.
0: It looks more like a 3D fighter in terms of the footage that I've seen.
1: 3D meaning by the way like 3D movement as in like I think so. Like instead of walk instead of like, you know, left to right as in like Street Fighter for example, I mean like I don't know how to explain 3D like like Dynasty Warriors, like the camera no, is like I, Dynasty. No, I know Warriors. exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I'm just trying to explain for the listeners, for anyone like listening to um I do want to get this game, but I'm also a little bit hesitant to get the game since I'm not caught up with every single anime series that's listed there, except for My Hero Academia. Like, if there's something that was spoilery there, then I'm like, okay, I already know that it happened. But uh, for the most part, I have not seen all of Naruto. I have not seen all of Bleach. I have not seen all of Dragon Ball. So,
0: Um, Just the whole plane of where you're fighting the battleground. It's just you can go wherever you want. You can interact with the environment. You can kind of jump in different areas. And I do, I I know what you're talking about, Jeremy. It's it's a 3D fighter, so 3D
1: yeah okay okay 3D movement makes sense yeah 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 because
0: which makes sense too because you have all of these characters that have special power moves. Cough cough the whole Dragon Ball Z and Naruto.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. So you,
0: so you'd have to have that. Yeah.
1: Cause like, it's usually a cash grab when it comes to the show jump games, like jump True. superstars, jump superstars, as I mentioned, is kind of like super smash brothers, but it's, it's like very flat, like, you know, cause it looks like a manga. All the stages look like yes. manga pages. And I, think I that's see so what, cool.
0: I, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah.
1: It, I think it's really unique and cool. So, um, yeah, that that's kind of what I was thinking. Jump Force would look like, but it 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 looks like it doesn't look like that. But which is good because, um, you know, they're they're basically making it look like an anime,
0: which mm-hmm. is so cool. I know.
1: Anyways, yeah, that's all I have to say about Jump Force. It's super awesome.
0: Yeah, if it's cheap, I actually don't know the price yet because I haven't looked at the pre order website yet. But if it's cheap, I'll probably get it on launch. And if not, then I'll I'll wait. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, and speaking of games coming out, so the next game is Kingdom Hearts 3, and I did a quick look at what the reviews were saying. The reviews um, are pretty pretty positive. Like, if I had to give it a percentage rating, the reviews kind of fall in line between 80 and 90%, which is, like, exactly where you want to be for a game.
1: So the and- million-dollar question is, are you going to buy it?
0: No, I'm still not going to buy it. So.
1: Yeah, I'm with you still as well. I'm just like yeah. you can say whatever you want about the game. You can like it, you can hate it, but I'm still not going to buy it.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm still not going to buy it. But it is a good it is a good game. So a few of the comments say that it's exactly what you expect out of a JRP, JRPG. It's really fun. Storylines convoluted. We all knew that. You know that's not a surprise. It's um, stories convoluted even after reading the summary memory <laughs> archive. So you know it, it, you can't escape it. It's all good. It's all good though. So um, I it they have said that someone who who watches the summaries versus someone who's played all of them clearly the one who's played it will understand it a lot better. Um, just because. They actually like spent the hours on the games and the different, and the different like expansions and uh, and site and, and like, you know, but what I what I'm capturing is a lot of people might try Kingdom Hearts as their first game.
1: Yeah, I I think so too. Like a lot of like how a lot of people chose Yakuza Six as their first Yakuza title.
0: It makes sense because Kingdom Hearts hasn't come out for 12 to 13 years so for a lot of the new gaming generation this is their first exposure to a hearts game and it's kind of like well i might as well play it there's a memory archive so i guess i'll be okay i hope i i just hope that those people have fun playing the game which i think they will um y- you know you don't ever have to completely 100 percent understand a jrpg um, the battle system is very easy to understand. It's pretty much just a, more refined from the previous battle systems of 1 and 2. Very simple attack, and then there's special moves you can do and special targets. And when you attack with your blade, eventually uh, they'll release orbs, and the orbs just replenish your energy and they replenish your mana. But very basic, um, active battle system, mm-hmm. and Mickey and Goofy are also helping you out on the side. So at le- so at least like this, if you join Kingdom Hearts Three, this is not going to be a difficult game in terms of understanding how to play it.
1: Yeah, no, that's <clears throat> that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to go back backtrack a little bit and say that uh, there's probably two types of people. That are playing this game, or at least there's two people in my mind that I think would be playing this game. There's the one guy who bought every single console to play every single Kingdom Hearts game, which is pretty expensive, by the way. And he probably just owns every single console just to play Kingdom Hearts. And there's the other guy who happened to own every console that Kingdom Hearts came out on and, and played every game. Now, the guy that bought the consoles <laughs> just for Kingdom Hearts probably loves the story, understands it to to a T. Probably like made a Google Doc about the whole story just to you know, see where it flowed, all the ebbs and flows of the story. But the guy who just happened to own every console that the game came out on, probably played every game, was like, I am confused. Played three and was like, I'm still confused.
0: <laughs> but it's all good because the worlds look great.
1: <laughs> and and what I have to say for both of those fans is Kingdom Hearts is still going to keep going after three. This is just the end of, I guess, Sora's story is what they, what they said. The yeah, I said. heard. I thought so, this was
0: the ge- the end of Kingdom Hearts, but I shouldn't be surprised because there's so many in between games that I-, I don't even know why I questioned it in the first place. <laughs> this is uh, like
1: for a lot of people that watch movies or just like like the Fast and Furious series, for example, it goes Fast Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, and then Tokyo Drift. But the thing is, Tokyo Drift takes place at the end of the whole timeline. So four, five, six, seven all take place before Tokyo Drift. so which hilarious to me. It's just so that they could keep the character of Han alive. That's the only reasoning I can think of. <laughs> and to me, that's why... That's that's what I think about Kingdom Hearts three as Kingdom, to me Kingdom Hearts three is the Tokyo Drift. Of, oh my god! Of the, of the series because not only is it the third You're game, right. <laughs> it's because everything before it was like two point five, you know, two hundred fifty eight days over whatever, or like you know, Dream Drop Distance or what you know, just like all this bullshit. Ti- I'm sorry, all these bullshit titles. Like I have to say it, but and it all came out because they were just like either prolonging the end of the whole series aka the death of han or they just wanted a cash grab but you know i like to think of it both ways
0: i like to think of it both ways too i i honestly think that in production of kingdom hearts 3 because i don't know if you knew this jeremy but they didn't start production of kingdom hearts 3 until 2012 2013 so they yeah, weren't i, I they, remember that yeah so they, they weren't even thinking of creating a kingdom hearts three game for a while after two they were just going to create all of these bullshit titles which i i think that you know this annoys me so much i don't know where i was going with that oh uh, well i i
1: can kind of add on to that um basically there were a lot of people hoping that it would come out on the PS3 because I guess the ending of. Kingdom I Wars thought it was going to come
0: out on the PS3, so I'm yeah. one of those people.
1: There was like that trailer that came out with looked beautiful. There was like Sora and then Kairi fighting against some dude, and they're like you know trading blows with Keyblades and like this whole graveyard of Keyblades, and then Mickey showed up or something. I I just remember like th- that being a video on like GameTrailers.com or something, but I remember watching it. And I'm like, holy crap, the graphics look beautiful. I can't wait for this to come out on PS3 so I can watch someone play it. But, you know, because I didn't own a PS3 at the time and I didn't really care about the whole series. And I still don't. I I kind of still like brush it off as like whatever. But, you know, and as I keep mentioning before, there are people that bought the PS3 just to play Kingdom Hearts. And, you know, to them, they waited for so long and it never came out. So I'm sure like when they heard in 2012, 2013, when the PS4 came out, they're like, oh, my God, another console. And Kingdom Hearts still isn't out yet. And then they find out that Kingdom Hearts wasn't even being developed until that year. They're like, holy crap, why did I buy this console back in 2007? Yeah. So, But you know what? Joke's on you. It finally came out. So enjoy yourself.
0: Yes. Treat yourself, as they would say on Parks and Recreation.
1: Oh, yeah. Treat
0: yourself. Yeah. The reviews all at least said that this will give any fan who's followed it from the beginning a sa- like in a satisfactory and an emotional ending for the Sora series, which is all people want
1: yeah. and
0: and for people who are only playing for Disney, I heard uh like they look good. I heard that a lot of the best uh worlds are the Pixar worlds, which doesn't surprise me at all, but just to point that out, to be honest, I said this last podcast, but Square Enix needed this game to do well, it really, really needed to do well. I'm glad that it's that people are accepting of it even if they've never played a game in the franchise yet.
1: No, I I agree. And you know, Square or whoever pulled off Tetsuya Nomura from um Final Fantasy 15 just to work on Kingdom Hearts 3. So yes. I'm hoping that it all works out because that guy was also doing Final Fantasy VII remake at the same time. So, now that Kingdom Hearts 3 is technically over, I'm hoping that he can focus his attention on final fantasy 7 remake and have it released and ready whenever maybe in the next 20 years who knows
0: <laughs> yeah
1: whatever that's yeah. a separate conversation that we're not going to go into yeah. <laughs> anyways but um... yes
0: if you bought kingdom hearts 3 enjoy it and have a good time playing it and i hope that this game really does um add closure to a lot of fans and it should Square, Square Enix owes it to a lot of people to do that. As you know, Visceral Games uh, shut down back in the end of 2017, and it was this first-person game... Uh, and they were developing a first-person Star Wars game that was going to be, like, an adventure-type game, and they hired people from Uncharted to work on it, and it was going to be, like, and it was going to be crazy. And then when they when they shut down Visceral Games, then EA made an announcement that was like, oh, we're still going to work on it. Like, that game's not over. Well, um... I think, for one, that game is over, but not just that, but the open-world Star Wars game that they had planned is officially over as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Like,
0: so basically, every every single Star Wars game that I feel like was on the pipeline in the last two, three years is, is no more.
1: Yeah, that that makes me sad because EA had the James Bond license, which I feel like they didn't use to its full potential. Yeah, they made, like... GoldenEye remake or whatever, GoldenEye Reloaded or whatever the hell it was called a couple of years ago, and they made um that other James Bond game that was like an amalgamation of Daniel Craig and every single James Bond mm. movie, and they messed up. I feel like they just they just messed up the license. They didn't they e ate it. Let's put it that way. They e the game, the games, the license games that they have to make them more like Call of Duty, and I didn't really like that. And with the Star Wars series, they fucked up big time in 2017 with the whole Star Wars Battlefront 2 loot box thing. Was that 2017 or 2018?
0: Yeah, it was was only 2017. It was a year and a half ago. Wow.
1: Yeah, so I feel like just EA doesn't know how to handle these licensed properties. Like, they they need to give the Star Wars license to someone else because it's just not working out. Like, I'm sure there's some fans that will rebuttal against me and say, oh, yeah, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is a changed game. It's better now. But, like... Not when it started, like the whole incentive of the game when it started was a lot different than what it is now. Like, and they're canceling all these other games. Like the the last Star Wars game to come out was Battlefront 2 and it's been over a year and a half now. And I remember during that whole like EA Star Wars video that came out in 2014 or 15, they showed all these different studios like, oh, we're creating something brilliant. We're, we're creating something so cool. You guys will like, you know, it'll knock your socks off. And now the latest rumors are, like under EA's belt, Respawn Entertainment is making um, a Jedi game or a Star Wars game with a Jedi title. So hopefully that will come out. But the fact that they closed a game that they were working on for so long that a lot of people have been hoping for, a lot of fans of the Star Wars video game series that post LucasArts are like disappointed now. And it sucks, you know?
0: I'm just a bit surprised that Disney hasn't made a statement about ea and their intellectual property you'd think that disney and lucas films at this point would want to employ a different publisher and a different developer to work on their games instead of ea because all of this has happened it's come to the point where like you said like a bunch of writers of star wars games are even complaining about it now and giving their opinion i'm just surprised that disney hasn't backed out yet Unless they're on I, a contract, I don't know. That's,
1: that's it. That's exactly it. It's the contract. That's why they can't back out or say anything yet because there's a contract. I don't know for how long. Um, Maybe someone in the comments can tell us, but yeah, the the EA, Disney and EA have this contract for making video games for quite a while. I think it was like 10 years, I forget. Hmm. But it's just, uh, yeah.
0: What I wonder is if on the contract, it's more of a time contract or it specifically states... EA is to make this amount of games for us. And yeah. they've already fulfilled. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I just don't know. But I hope that all of this gets resolved and everyone like e- everyone in EA gets their shit together because it's a, it's a bit of surprising news finding out that every game that we've heard of for the Star Wars franchise has been canceled.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and this is supposed to be a big year for Star Wars for Disneyland too, because they're coming right. out with Star Wars World in in Disneyland and Disney World. So,
1: yeah, it's called Galaxy's Edge, and I'm definitely looking forward to that. I really want to go there. So, yeah, um, the fact that you know part of there's like a, a stain on the franchise as a whole because of what EA is doing it just saddens me. And I'm I'm reading here a quick Google search tells me that uh EA and Disney have signed a multi-year 10-year deal Mm -hmm. um one site says 10 years one site says multi-year but you know I I was it it could be 10 years you know from 2013 until 2023
0: yeah 10 is multi so
1: yeah but just man we have to like wait through all this like how many other games are going to get canceled by the time the license is over A lot. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Disney, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's going to step in and do it. Maybe Disney's own interactive studios will come and save the day or make it worse. We'll see.
0: got to put the foot down. Iron fist.
1: Yeah, it just makes me sad to know that another Star Wars game has been canceled.
0: Well, like I said in the previous podcast, I don't actively want these games to fail. Absolutely not. Even if the company is shitty, I'm not... like. Even if the company CEO is shitty, ultimately it's these developers who are making the game. And I don't, I'm not actively wanting this game to suck because it's a whole team of people who are working on it. It's not just the face of the company, which happens to be people on the marketing side. And speaking of the marketing side, so I guess the last topic that I want to talk about is this whole Randy Pitchford lawsuit that's going on because it just (laughs) it just went in a really weird direction um, and I just kind of don't know what to make of it because this is is kind of crazy
1: (laughs) as raunchy as dirty as uh, let's say uh, Borderlands is as a video game you wouldn't think that the CEO would be that kind of a person
0: (laughs) and not that type of raunchy either no
1: (laughs) Um
0: this is this is like a story where when I read it 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 felt like fan fiction. Like there there's there was just no way this possibly happened and it did. Yeah. <laughs> there one of the VP of legal affairs of Gearbox uh his name's Wade Calendar is suing Randy Pitchford who's the CEO and first of all this claim is already crazy. So he's claiming that Pitchford took 12 million dollars out of the company for his personal bonus.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: And that's already bad in itself. Yeah. And then the story takes a different turn because apparently there was a USB stick found at Medieval Times, which is a freaking (laughs) medieval themed restaurant chain. And this USB stick was Randy Pitchford's USB stick. And... It was found in this restaurant, and it had a personal collection of, por- of porn, but potentially underage porn. Very young porn. Ugh, and man. and the thing, and the, the hilarious thing is, is that Pitchford even admitted that th- it was his USB stick, and he said he was doing research. I was like, what? Okay. This is kind of... <laughs> yeah, th- this whole story is ridiculous, and I... I just can't believe that happened at medieval times. It happened at med- medieval times, Jeremy. That's the part that
1: makes me laugh so much. It's like, first off, what are you doing with a USB stick full of porn out? Second at, of all,
0: how did you lose a, it at a medieval times?
1: Did, did, did like a knight shake you, or did did did, did you like lose <laughs> it riding a horse or something? <laughs> Like I have no idea, but I my first question is like why is he carrying that with him around? Like are you going to are you going to find like a hotel computer, plug it in and be like, "Oh, look." <laughs> you know, I have no idea what he's doing with that. But in medieval times, like what the hell?
0: But it, it it's a whole pretty ridiculous lawsuit right now for him.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: really bad if if this is all true.
1: Yeah, I I have no idea. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I yeah, if this is all proven true, this is pretty terrible we might not ever get borderlands 3
1: Uh, it's okay (laughs) (laughs) it's it's too late now (laughs) it's too late
0: it's too late
1: there are a lot of franchises that i wish would come back and one of them definitely is borderlands but but that's just the way life is sometimes you get i mean everyone wants half life 3 and i'm like you know what i i made my peace i parted ways a long time ago And I know that it's not coming and I'm not going to be one of those crazy people that's going to be like, oh, wow, it's never going to come back. And I think in a a previous podcast, we mentioned Mark Laidlaw, the former writer at Valve and how he kind of like divulged the ending of the whole series and levels that were going to come. And so to me, that was the closure. Like, honestly, if it comes from the guy who wrote the original stories, not Gabe Newell, he's. I wouldn't consider him the writer of the whole half-life franchise. Mark Laidlaw was definitely the guy that wrote it, and if the guy that wrote it says that it ended in a way, then yeah, that it ended Mm -hmm. to me. Like that's just that's just how I feel. You know, there's nothing else I could do about it. That's honestly like that's just how the media works. Video games and movies. That's just how they work. Yep. So, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that that's all I want. I have to say about that whole that whole thing. Uh, I went on a tan- like a huge tangent. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I mean, we went from Randy Pitchford leaving a USB stick of porn to one of the greatest video game writers of all time. So <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I, it's just kind of like it, it's just you know sometimes we got to move on.
1: Yeah, and as we've seen before with you know rest in peace, uh, Telltale like it seems like a lot of video game companies can't stand on their own two feet anymore. And a lot of the people at the top seem to be pedophiles or crazy, even in the movie industry. Like that, that's just how it is. And it's, it's really scary and weird. And the only thing you can do is just let them go, like, you know, release them from the chains and just let them run free. For example, which is kind of strange to me, Pixar's own John Lasseter, one of the founding members of Pixar. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he had a lot of sexual misconduct allegations put against him um, in
0: 2018. That he admitted to as well, so it's proven true.
1: Yeah, that he openly admitted to, and Disney forced him to step down, and he left at the end of 2018, and he started a new job at Skydance Animations this year, this month, which is kind of interesting to me that they made him the head of animation, even after all these allegations. But I guess, you know... Good talents hard to come by, or you know, yeah. sometimes names just last so long. But I don't know. It just for all the respect that these artists have. For example, like Harvey Weinstein as a as really big movie producer. There's all these like really bad like things that come with them. Like you, like you don't know. Like there's this whole you know rumor of like a or like a, I don't think it's a rumor. I think it's true. It's a like a a child pedophilia ring in Hollywood and all these actors are come came out in 2018 2017 saying that they were molested or they were touched by other actors like bigger name actors like Kevin Spacey and so yeah you know, one, the whole hollywood world is trying to keep this under wraps at the same time all these people are getting leaked out and being like you know shamed in public so it's yeah it's like all you have all these people all these talented people behind the scenes making these things come true and making them work and on camera and on interviews they seem like these really really genuine people And behind the scenes, they're, like, these these perverts, these creeps, these pedophiles. And so it just makes you wonder, like, you know, where does it end? Or, you know, are are all video games going to end up being created by all these really bad people? My only hope is that Nintendo isn't like this. Like, what if Shigeru Miyamoto or Reggie fils may end up being these really bad people? But, you know, we never know. Like, Nintendo is one of the few companies that's very secretive about what they do. Um, The other being Valve, you know, like, they... They tell you that a game's going to be released, but they don't really tell you when. Um, yep. They they're very private about their personal lives. They don't really divulge too much. The only the most you can find, of course, is like on news articles or on Wikipedia. Um, but we don't really know about the people behind the scenes making all this come true. Like we don't really know where they lie or you know what 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 their lives are like. So yeah, like going back to that whole Randy Pitchford thing, it's just you just don't know how a person is. Until you, until all these news stories come out.
0: I always tell this to people because i i follow a lot of I follow a lot of things, such as I follow TV shows, I follow bands, I follow video games, and all of these things. And um, I have never, I never really put the company on a pedestal. I usually o- only appreciate the people who specifically worked on the game. Yeah, no, I, I totally feel that. Yeah. And that's usually what kind of saves the heartache because a lot of these people in power positions can manipulate and they take control. And I I how I've kind of reasoned it is that this one person sucks, but I don't think that... This one person sucks, but this whole group of people worked on a game. And those people may not necessarily be bad at all. And this is why, like, for example, I don't really agree with kind of supporting uh, like hardcore being a fandom of a company. Like, Blizzard is the perfect example. I've never really felt so much allegiance towards just the company itself. And when a fan gets vulnerable to that then of course you have all of these situations where they can take advantage of you because they know that you'll always be spending money on them
1: yeah no i i agree and that goes with a lot of like film studios too for example pixar yeah um you know you you can like the people that make the movies like a lot of people associate the company of course being a disney company and and liking the company but like not every single Pixar movie is someone's favorite. Everyone has a favorite Pixar movie they don't have they don't like they don't they don't say like, "Oh, I love the company for what they do. I love all the tools they use like no one really says that no one most people will say like, "Oh, I like Pixar movies, which one do you like? Oh, I like Toy Story, yeah, but uh yeah, I mean that kind of goes hand in hand with what you're saying. I totally understand that,
0: yeah, just. Make smart purchasing decisions. The best way to hit someone.
1: Vote with your wallet.
0: Yep. It's true. It it, it really is a true statement.
1: Yeah. As gamers, that's all we can do. Like when Star Wars Battlefront 2 came out, like a lot of people were against it and people voted with their wallet. They didn't buy the game. And I'm glad that it made an impact because now we have a better version of Battlefield 2, apparently, where there's only loot boxes that have cosmetic items, which is great. Which is what I think every game should be like. Like Overwatch started kind of that trend.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where it was
1: like, oh, you got a, you have a loot box. What's inside? A skin. What kind of skin? A rare skin. Cool. You're on the top of the list. All right. Definitely. Next match. Um. Yeah. So, any more news stuff you want to talk about? Because I have one more gaming thing that's not news related that I want to talk about.
0: Oh yes, go for it. Go for it. I see it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, for those of you that don't know, I don't know if I mentioned this before. The Nintendo GameCube is actually my favorite console of all time. My brother and I bought an original version back in 2001 that's still in pretty good condition. Um, Since from 2001 to I don't know when, um, we bought GameCube games. We kept buying games and more games and more games. Some of the titles that we had are actually a lot rarer now and they're kind of expensive. And I'm not trying to say that I'm going to sell them, but what I'm trying to say is that I kind of have had a... um, mental resurgence in, like, playing my GameCube. And I mentioned in the previous podcast that I kind of wanted to buy a Carby, which is a device made by this company called Insurrection Industries. And the Carby basically is an adapter for your GameCube. You plug it into the back of your GameCube, and you can uh, plug an HDMI cable into the adapter and play your GameCube games on a modern TV. So... Did you do it? I- no, I haven't bought it yet, because they're out of stock currently, and they're going to go back into stock next week. So... Um, with that being said, I actually went on eBay this past week and I've been kind of buying some games on, on eBay, some GameCube games. Um, and I did mention that this is going to add to my queue and it is. So that's the unfortunate, (laughs) that's the unfortunate part. But the good part for me is that I'm really excited to buy the Carby once it goes back in stock and start playing my old GameCube games. And um, starting February, I think I'm going to start making a series on my channel about um, just GameCube games, just like playing games, doing full playthroughs or just like talking about games while playing it. Um, I don't really post stuff to my channel. I haven't done anything recently, but I kind of want to go back into doing it. Um, I was kind of inspired by you, Elisa, when you said that you were going to continue making videos. And um, yeah, I think it's something that I just want to keep doing since I have a capture card. I just need the Carby. And I just have to plug in my HDMI cable into the system and, you know, go to the races. Definitely. So yeah, I have all these backlog of GameCube games that I'm going to start playing, but it's getting to my large queue already. So <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna try to beat Shenmue first, then beat Okami. Um, at the same time that I'm playing Okami, I'm going to buy the Carby. Um, and then I'm going to start playing some game, game games and record them and just like, you know, do some little playthroughs and talk about them. So yeah, that's it. Also, I've been, I spent money on some memory cards because I was, I felt like I didn't have enough space. Um, so <laughs> one of them I bought, I bought a set of three black memory cards, which are 251 blocks. Um, I, I can't really tell you. I can't really, yeah, I can't really tell you how much megabytes that is because I. No, I,
0: I, I, but I, it's funny. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and I, the old school I bought, times. I bought them from Venezuela. <laughs> and from Venezuela, day, really? At, the day after I bought it, the news came out about, uh, that they're having know. a coup, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was like, how did this get out of the country that fast? <laughs> and then I was like, Are these guys okay? That sent me this. Like, I wonder if they're fine. So hey, shout they out to might you guys.
0: Not, I know. Uh, I I think the name of the capital is Caracas or something like that. They might not yeah. live in the capital. So. They
1: they do live in the capital because the, the oh. FedEx package that came for me said Caracas. <laughs>
0: well, well, then I don't know who sent it, but good free like, good job.
1: Yeah, thank you. Good job. Please stay safe. Yeah, stay um, safe.
0: I've seen the pictures and I've seen the videos. I I'm a little bit worried right now. Yeah. And yeah. like. Like, never underestimate a dictatorship for sure. Hope you guys are doing well.
1: Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Hope you guys are doing okay. Please stay safe. And, um, yeah, that's it. And thanks for the memory cards.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving them to Jeremy.
1: Yes. And they came back okay.
0: So, on YouTube, from Fall Guy 27 we have episode eighty for episode eighty-five, which is the end of the year podcast. Good games and many underappreciated ones listed. Cool. And then for episode eighty, which is uh, a podcast where we talked about the the crimes of Grindelwald. Um, it says the podcast is so so good. Good content all the time and variety of games and movies.
1: Thank you, Fall Guy Twenty Seven. Shout out to you for being super awesome.
0: Yes, thank you so much for your comments.
1: Thank you. You should join our Discord, but I'm letting you know there's some rule changes, so you might have to wait ten minutes before you can start commenting. But anyways, join it regardless. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Discord, we do have a couple questions on our Discord. From one, from PJ Sucks One O Seven, PJ says, "I think the world needs to know who are your real life celebrity bays." Uh. I have a couple. <laughs>
0: you know, I have a lot too. I think.
1: Um, just name one. I'll I'll name one. That's super basic. Uh, one is Emma Watson. She is pretty.
0: Um, dang, I have a I have a lot. I have just name a...
1: one. Just one. One off the top of your head. I just... don't
0: even know who my number one is right now. It doesn't
1: have to be number one. Just one. <laughs> just a. Just like Emma Watson is not my number one, but I think she's pretty.
0: Okay. Um uh so there's a Korean star. Uh his name's uh <laughs> his name's uh Yungi Min and uh or Min Yoongi if you say it in the Korean format and that's a celebrity crush right now.
1: Cool. Who's yeah. the guy from um Train to Busan? What's that actor's name?
0: Gong Yu. Yu uh, Gong he, or something. Is
1: he is he one of your base?
0: <laughs> he is not, but I acknowledge that he's very good looking.
1: He's very
0: he's, he's very handsome.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: You know he was on the original Coffee Prince?
1: Oh yeah, I watched that and I remember his face and I was like, "Man, you went from Coffee Prince to running away from zombies. Like, what is up with you?
0: I know, such variety.
1: <laughs> I mean, these Korean stars with such a variety from action movies to like you know, drama, TV shows, it's crazy. Yes. Um um our second question on the Discord is from Rokuro Rangetsu, which is, his name was Divine Eater Aron before, so what's up, dude? Hey, thank cool that you changed your name. Um, His question is, what were your favorite movies of 2018? I don't know if you want it for the next non-gaming podcast. Well, we're going to answer it now because it's a question and we love answering questions.
0: Yeah, like- and... Oh boy. Uh. <laughs> so I'm well. not, so we we'll, we're actually gonna talk about it on the next non-gaming podcast, which Jeremy, not gonna lie, we were gonna record it after this, but I might be a little tired and
1: Yeah, I I'm actually pretty tired. So <laughs> I, I don't so, know if we can do
0: it right now. So,
1: so let's we'll, just let's go into um a movie that we both saw. Or let's let's go into two things. Um I'm gonna s am gonna name them now so we can kind of talk about them like briefly. One will be Spider-Verse and the second one will be the fire documentary. Um to answer your question, uh, Into the Spider-Verse is probably one of my favorites. I don't want to name all of them because there's just too many, but I do want to talk about Spider-Verse because it's something that Elisa and I both watched uh from last it's year. It's the
0: fucking best movie.
1: Yeah, it's oh my god, it gave me all the feels. Like there was a part where I was about to cry and I was like, Holy crap. Uh,
0: oh, I, I cr- I'm pretty sure I cried at that part. So Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so for those that don't know, Into the Spider-Verse is a movie about how different spider people come together Uh, and save the world and you know on the outside that's a very superhero cliche thing and yes it is but at its core it's you know it's it's all about the journey and about the people that made the movie possible all the voice actors you know all the directors there were three directors for this movie which was crazy to me um (laughs) the writers and just the whole story of how you know you can be anything that you want to be which is i thought was a really cool message you know that 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 message gets played over you know over and over again over time but for this movie, I felt like it was just different, you know?
0: It was very well done.
1: Yeah, you know, they made the message is very basic, but the way that they got it across and the way that they told it I thought was very unique. And yes. especially using the Spider-Man IP, which I thought was awesome.
0: Yeah. I honestly, it I mean, it's technically not a Marvel it, it's in the Marvel it's a Marvel movie, but it's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe movie.
1: That's but I correct. think this is
0: but I think this is one of the top 5 Marvel movies of all time. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. regrets there.
1: <laughs> it's it's a Mar- it's not a Marvel Studios film. It's a Sony film, meaning that, you know, some brief random history, back in the early 2000s, Marvel was struggling with their with their IPs and they were struggling financially, so what they had to do was sell a lot of their characters off. The X-Men went to Fox, the Spider-Man Universe went to Sony. Um and for the Sony license they had it or they still have it for I don't know how long. I think they officially bought the characters from Marvel. I don't know if it's there if it's licensed, but it seems like it is since, you know, Marvel can still put Spider-Man in video games and stuff. I don't know how far that goes. But anyways, so Sony has the license and basically they can make whatever Spider-Man movies they want. Um they could just slap the Marvel logo on there and be like, "Look, this is a Marvel Spider-Man movie." People will be like, oh, okay, cool." Um I can go into the nitty-gritty details of, you know, S- Spider Man Tom Holland being in the MCU and Sony's input on that, but um at its core, this is not an MCU movie as Elisa just mentioned. This is a Sony Spider Man movie, meaning that Sony produced and financed this film on their end without, you know, any Marvel Studios I would say interference or like input. Since, yeah. you know, a lot of this stuff is Made by their in house animation team, what was it? Blue Sky Entertainment, something like that. I forget. I forget too. They're the same studio that makes minions. I Oh Illumination. Illumin Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Illumination is minions.
1: Okay, then I'm I'm wrong. But uh whatever i forget which studio made this i'm uh i'm ashamed of myself but <laughs> the the studio that made it did a really good job of making it look like a comic book the colors were beautiful the animation was so smooth.
0: much to talk about but oh it's so good
1: yeah yeah um but yeah so i'd say that for both of us that's definitely one of our favorite movies from last year even yeah. though we both watched it at different times i think that it's still an amazing art form a piece of a piece of history and it's even nominated for best animated feature film in the upcoming Academy Awards.
0: I have a lot to say, but I will say that I think this movie is better um uh, is the best superhero movie that came out last year and I if it could it should have been nominated for an Oscar because yeah. I don't agree with Black Panther, but I agree with Into the Spider-Verse. But that, but we'll talk more about on that later because I have strong opinions right now, so
1: yeah, Elisa and I will do a little spoiler cast thing on that on our our next non gaming podcast, so look out for that,
0: yep, I will say, um I guess like maybe both of us can mention one other movie that's not into the spider verse,
1: yeah, sure, um I have a list I'm gonna um just it real quick.
0: I can think of one at the top of my head just because i I, I just thought of it right now, but um my another favorite movie is my other favorite movie of this year is searching and searching stars john cho mm-hmm. uh who is the original herald of harold and kumar and <laughs> it is a story about a um a father who's trying to find his missing daughter and the way to find his missing daughter is by looking at her social media and kind of analyzing where she possibly could be and the entire movie is shot through screens cool and I think this is the best movie I've ever seen that's employed this um, way of storytelling I've seen a lot of screen movies and they're not that good this one's excellent
1: cool yeah, yeah. I, I still have yet to watch that. Yeah. But I did I do remember you mentioning it to me that it's a very good film.
0: Yeah. I. I it was great. It's also based in San Jose. Nothing's ever based in San Jose, so I appreciate the shout out. It's hey. because hey, it's cause uh it's because the directors are from San Jose.
1: That we need more local Bay Area movies yeah like set in the bay area that's what i mean um yeah like like Ant-Man and the wasp was set in san francisco even though it was shot mostly in atlanta there were a couple scenes that were shot in the bay but i mean aside from base, wakanda
0: black panther was in oakland
1: oh yeah that's right that makes two marvel movies this Ay. past year that were shot or like technically based in the bay area or had scenes in the bay area yeah so that's cool i mean again i, I think it'd be awesome to have more movies set in the bay area san francisco because that's so that's awesome you know it show the base and love you know are, are am i the only one that's getting tired of looking at la so
0: oh yeah no uh I, I, la is <laughs> cool but there's so much life in the bay area
1: totally we're not just saying that because we're biased and it's our hometown we are also saying that because we're biased and it's our hometown but we're also saying that because show the base some love oh um, yes my movie that I want to talk about real quick that I liked from last year uh is A Quiet Place. I <laughs> I could hear you breathing. Yeah, I love that movie. I think beautifully it was beautifully shot. I think it was beautifully directed. The cast was amazing. Um just the way the characters were portrayed was really cool. I I still don't consider this a horror film. I do think it's more of a thriller. It's an action
0: um, thriller for me. It's not exa- a horror yeah. film for me at all.
1: Same same here. Like to me, horror is like there's a creepy vibe and there's jump scares. There were jump scares, but there wasn't too much of a creepy vibe. It's like yeah, you, you yeah. know, you know what's out there. You know it's hunting them, but at the same time, you know that, um, you know that they can avoid the imminent danger and the f- and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, there were some scary, scary moments in that movie, like the basement water scene. Um, oh,
0: that, that was the, a great scene.
1: The nail scene, um, the bathtub. I had to um, hold
0: my breath at the nail scene because just the, it, I, like blood loss really freaks me out. And just like yeah. that whole thing. So I, oh man, I like could not even watch it in full. Just like.
1: For me, it's like stepping on sharp objects. is just like it's just so cringy to me. Like like that yeah. scene in Home Alone where they're where they're entering the the McAllister house and and uh, what's his face steps on a nail. I'm like, oh yeah. god, that hurts so much. Like, what if that's yeah, a rusty exactly. nail? Now you're infected and now you have to get ah oh, so bad. Um, but yeah, uh, the, a quiet place. I just uh, shout out to to Jim from the office. <laughs> to,
0: <laughs> he did a great job. He like. Don Krasinski. Was, yeah. <laughs> he did a, such a good job. The fireworks scene, hands down, was my favorite scene of the movie. Man, uh, I love that so much.
1: It's like beautifully terrifying. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> that whole that so, scene is like, oh my God, this is great, but holy crap, this is scary. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, oh God, I love that movie so much. Awesome. When well, we're going to have a. We're going to have a non-video gaming podcast soon so you'll hear more about that.
1: Yeah, hope you guys liked our first episode of Side Quest, so please be on the lookout for the next one.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't realize how many people liked it, so we'll be doing more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, in that vid- in that episode we were really trying not to talk about video games.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were trying really hard, but I I'm glad that a lot of people liked it.
1: <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm playing? Cards. <laughs> hey who doesn't like gambling i don't <laughs> hey rio let's go oh my gambling. god <laughs> no thanks i gotta go find my dad's killer nozomi hey rio have you seen my dad's killer why do <laughs> i love you where is he oh <laughs> uh, i love shenmue so much anyways <laughs> uh uh if so if you want to contact us you can contact us by multiple ways. You can go to www.downtime.live. Go to the contact form and give us a shout out that way. You can also contact us by email, the old-fashioned way, by, by going to www.... Um, I'm sorry, not, not not a website. You go to contact at downtime.live. Again, that's contact at... Downtime.live to send us an email. Send us a comment, question, concern, if you have one. Hopefully you don't. Um, (laughs) You can also join our Discord by going to our website, clicking on the bottom left corner where it says community. Join our community. Click on the word community. That will take you to a link to join our Discord. Um, I have to reinforce the fact that we have new rules on our Discord that mean when you join our discord as a new user you have to wait 10 minutes until you can speak this is just to prevent bots from coming in and so far knock on wood there have not been any bot infiltrations no no quote no quote-unquote sex bots coming in trying to promote their porno (laughs) their porno websites so that's good um all the users there that are currently um users are called listeners and once you pass the 10-minute mark and make some comments talking to us on our discord we'll make you a listener so yeah. This isn't this isn't to discourage anyone from joining. We're just adding some extra security measures to our little community because we love you guys. We love you guys joining and talking to us directly. Um that's the best way to communicate with us. You can get direct, clear, precise, quick answers from us on our Discord. And we use it a lot. You may not get to it in the same day. Sometimes it takes us a while because we're busy with our lives and we hope that you guys are also busy with your lives as well. But again, uh please don't be afraid when you first join a Discord and you can't chat because we want you there. We just we just need to make sure that you're a real human being and not trying to spam your porn website on our on our Discord.
0: Oh of course. Coming really soon is February and February is two things. So two things is, one, it's Jeremy and my birthday. Like, we both have... We're both Aquariuses in February. And two, it's our second anniversary of the podcast. And if you have any suggestions or ideas of what you all want us to do for that special episode, because we we don't know what the hell we're going to do yet. So That's true. So let us know if there's anything that you want us to... Anything fun that you want to see for the second anniversary.
1: Yeah. And you know, let your imagination run wild. It doesn't have to be audio based. Like we rarely do videos together, but if you want to see something where we're both together doing something crazy, then let us know. I mean, we're open to anything. So don't let your imagination be limited, please yeah. say whatever you want. So Definitely. yeah. Two y- And I still can't believe that we've been doing this for two years, which is crazy to me.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um so yeah with that Alisa please take us away.
0: All right. So this has been the 88th episode. Thanks for listening. Um we're going to have a lot of special episodes coming up soon. Uh Go Patriots cuz I don't cheer for Los Angeles teams. See ya.
1: Go sports. Bye.